Hey, it's another previously posted episode of the very special episode podcast. Yeah. So uh, if you're a loyal listener, uh, you've probably heard this one before. Uh, If you are just getting on board, this one might be new to you. But anyways, uh, this is all just an effort of getting everything from previous channels all onto one channel. So I hope you'll enjoy this one. Uh, Here it comes, right now. Hey, it's time for another podcast from me, Mark Miller. Best Mark Miller on the social media. Um... This is all part of the Sick Jokes um, podcast family. Um, this, this is an installment from the very special episode series that I did. This was a monthly stage reading uh, interpretation series type thing that I did uh, with the, in collaboration with the Charm City Comedy Project. Uh, this particular episode was recorded on January 3rd. 2015. Um, this is from the Growing Pains canon of Sid Connery. Uh, the original episode this is based off of is called uh, Thank God It's Friday. It dealt with the intense issue of, uh, of high school kids going to uh, college age kids' uh, cocaine parties uh, where they did a lot of cocaine in the bathroom. Cocaine, apparently. Uh, anyways, that's what this one. This one. This what this one deals with. Uh, as you know, uh, Growing Pains originally starred uh, Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke, among uh, other people. Joanne Kern, uh, for instance, who played the mother. Uh, but I called upon the talents of uh, various people in the acting and improv and, and stand-up community, stand-up comedy community around Baltimore. Uh, the likes of Michael Zaccardi, who read as Mike Seaver, uh, Alexandra Scali, who read as Jason Seaver, and also Boner, one of Mike Seaver's friends, Keith B. Kraft, who read as Ben Seaver, and also Eddie, another of uh, Mike Seaver's buddies, Megan Wills, read as Maggie Seaver, the mom, uh, and also as various party girls, uh, most notably the pizza parlor hottie, uh, Heather Miles read as Carol Seaver, uh, and also as the babysitter in various uh, Girls of the Party. And Chris Hudson read as pretty much all the cool guys. If there's a cool guy, that's Chris Hudson. He is the number one cool guy, at least by 80s terms, when coolness is judged by your sweater collection. And Chris Hudson's got a great sweater collection. Uh, almost as good as mine. <laughs> Boo. Your face. Your face. <clears throat> Just kidding. Alright, anyways, uh, I think that's it. That's enough of an intro for this, so I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna just stop it, and here you go. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. Oh, you're too much. It's very special episode time. This sounds too loud. Okay. So, uh, everybody ready? Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready. 
Show me that smile again. Oh, show me that smile! Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near We're the nowhere end. near! The best is ready to begin. As long as we've got each other. We've got the world spinning right in our heads. Baby, rain or shine, all the time. We've got each other. Sharing the laughter and love. Thank you. The show opens in the kitchen with the youngest child sitting at a table. The phone rings. Hello, Ben Fever's residence. Carol, it's your stupid boyfriend! Shut up, Ben! Just shut up! Ben puts the phone back to his ear to listen in on his sister's call. He has a mischievous grin. Hang up the phone, Ben! Ben rolls the phone across a chair to simulate the sound of it being hung up, and then returns to eavesdropping. His grin turns more perverse and almost sinister as it seems he's gaining some real juicy info. Just then, Alan Thicke, who plays the dad, enters the room, and Ben hangs up the phone for real. Ben, is your mom home yet? No. I thought I heard her car. That's Mike. He washed his car, and he's driving it back and forth in the driveway to air dry it. <laughs> well, she better hurry up, or we're going to miss the start of that movie. I don't get why you guys want to spend Friday night at a movie when you could stay home with me on the best TV night of the week. Well, it's like this, Ben. Every once in a while, your mom and I like to go out alone together just to celebrate the fact that we have three great kids. Sure, Dad. Besides, Tuesday night is the best TV night. (laughs) And oh, Ben, uh, this is a new sitter tonight, so please be kind to her, okay? I don't need a sitter. We've been over that. I I just mean the guy taking out Carol canceled so she can watch me. Well, I I hope I can catch the sitter. Alan Thicke reaches back for the phone. I'm on the phone, P-Brain! Alan Thicke looks scared and confused as Ben shakes his head and giggles at how his plan has come together. Just then, the mom can be seen entering the room. Hi, honey. Hi, Ben. T-G-I-F! Oh, you said it. I just want to put my feet up and relax. Mom, you forgot the movie. What movie? The one Dad's been looking forward to all week. Well, it's, uh, okay, Ben. We'll, ju- we'll have just as much fun staying home with you tonight. And Carol? What happened to her date with Bobby Lynette? He's grounded. At that line, Mike Seaver, a.k.a. Kirk Cameron, enters the scene. But I didn't do anything. It's Carol's boyfriend. He got his third speeding ticket in six months. <laughs> All right, Bobby. The mom begins to look on disapprovingly. You know, someone should speak to the boy. Carol now enters the scene with an air of disappointment. (sighs) Talk about bad news. Bobby's grounded. The date's canceled. You're bummed, we heard. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have to go shower. Big plans tonight? Oh, no, just me, Eddie, and Boner are going to hang out. (laughs) 
You shower for Eddie and Boner? Come on, Dad, I'm showering because I might get lucky. Define get lucky. Um, well, you know, I might run into uh, <laughs> one of my teachers, and I sure want to be clean for that. Five bucks says he's going trolling for chicks. Scene two, living room. Joanna Kearns, a.k.a. the mom, enters excitedly wearing a snazzy jogging outfit, which are equally suited for lounging. She has an armload full of TV dinners. Okay, Ben, here's your beanies and weenies. And Carol, you get the macho meat beef. And Jason, here's your it sure tastes like chicken chicken. Hello? Yeah. Mike! It's Eddie! Take a message, I'm shaving. What's he shaving? Hey, those two chin hairs can get kind of unruly. <laughs> Kirk Cameron is now downstairs putting his jacket on. Okay, I'll tell him, Eddie. He says, what's keeping you? There's a thousand vices out there with your name on it. Fresh. That was the wrong kind of scratch. <laughs> Anyways, the mom casts a glance towards Alan Thicke. Yes, I'll have a talk with him. Thank you. Now, Dad, there's no need for you and Mom to have that talk with me. After the fine job that you and Mom have done teaching me the proper values, I don't think there's going to be anything to worry about. I mean, what can you do? Allow me in my room? Mm. <laughs> I'll get it. Okay, so you guys have won, and there's no need at all for you guys to wait up for me. So whose turn is it to wait up, yours or mine? So, like, Hi. Jason, you forgot to cancel the babysitter? I thought you did it. Uh, Trudy, I'm sorry. We've changed our plans. I'll run you home. Oh, wow. I'm not allowed. Excuse me? My mom and dad are out for the evening, and I'm not allowed to be home alone. Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You mean my sitter needs a sitter? Scene 3 opens with the three teams sitting at a table in the pizza shop. So, uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, we could try Bowl Your Brains Out, 99 Cent Special. Again? Well, you think of something. The youth center is having a teenage mixer and fish fry. <laughs> You're having a breakdown. Hey, I got it, I got it. We can go park outside of driving and lip read a movie. That's good. That's real good. Come on, man, it's Swedish. Oh, Just then, as the guys are on their way out to oogle some Swedish lips, an older, cool-looking dude strolls into the pizza shop. Roland Taylor! Roland, man, how you doing? I'm good. Seaver? Yeah. (laughs) Eddie, boner, how's it going? Hey, how's college? Forget college, how's the co-ed dorms? Eddie and Boner laugh, because co-ed dorms mean lots of poon. <laughs> but speaking from experience, it actually means it's like a huge friend zone. It's one giant friend zone. Like the entire seventh floor of Summit Suites, WVU 2000. Nothing but a friend zone. <laughs> So, uh, what you been up to? Just picking up some pizzas for a little get-together. You? Oh, big stuff, big stuff. We've got dates with some Swedish women tonight. Yup. <laughs> sure do, sure do. So the night's working out for all of us. Good to see you guys. Yeah, you too. 
Yeah. Mike turns to his toadies with an inquiry. Hey, what's he got going on? Um, eight large pizzas. That's seventy-four fifty-five. Uh, there's eighty. You keep the change. Roland winks as if he's a baller, but if you do the math, you'll realize that he's only tipping uh, three twenty-five on eight pizzas. It's kind of a dick move. And I think you'd at least tip a dollar on per pie, right? They told me in rehearsals maybe that's high, but I mean, three twenty-five is. But they gotta work in the kitchen. I mean, the kitchen works just as hard. I mean, plus it was you know sexual harassment. Nonetheless, the pizza place hottie is still impressed. As Roland walks past the guys again, they all scatter and act like they weren't just gawking at his swagger. <coughs> Hey, uh, Roland, uh, about this little get-together tonight. Just your standard young girls, heated pool, no parents, let's get crazy event. Woo! Nothing says get crazy like a heated pool! All oh, those germs. Hey, yo, Rolando! Hey, yo, Roll, let me get you a hand here. Boner, help the man out. Mike hands Boner the pizzas. Wait a minute now. Are you guys really so pathetic that you're practically begging to come to the party? Mike, Eddie, and Boner drop to their knees and beg pathetically. Roland walks to the door and, without looking back, signals for them to follow. He's a cool dude, after all. Everyone cheers as the scene transitions along. Into the next one, which is... <laughs> it's the next scene! It's crazy huge wild party! Hair is feathered, sweaters are awesome, and jeans are acid washed. We see Boner hand the stack of pizzas to a girl who is not all that attractive, even by 80s standards... But he's drooling nonetheless. As she shimmies away and Boner remains transfixed, Roland gives the guys the lay of the light. Okay, so food's over there, the drinks are over there, and the women? What the heck? They're everywhere! Uh, so, uh, Roland, uh, <laughs> Roland. So whose house is this anyway? Beats me. Will you look at this place? I'm looking, man. Holy. What? What? Over there by the piano. Is that Lana from Dewey? Wait. Lana who? Uh, Lana, my daddy gave me a Porsche for my birthday, Faraday. Wow. It could be. I've never been in the same room with her. And look, man. There's Henry and Peter. There's John Simpson. Can you actually believe we're the same party with these guys? Whoa, Henry and Peter. (laughs) It's amazing. You're right. Come on, we should go. No, come on. There is no reason we cannot run with this hot crowd, all right? Yeah. Just stay cool, man. Be loose. Eddie and Mike do a three-step high five. Fronts, backs, pounds. Woo! Our attention is now drawn to Boner, who is checking out a curvaceous beauty on the stairs. Wow, would you guys take a look at this, Mama? He points at a statue. Keep it cool, Bo. Cool it, man. Come on. This is a real classy bunch. Like, excuse me. 
A total hottie walked past the guys on the steps. Gentlemen, start your engines. I gotta go to the John first. And he's not talking about the aforementioned John Simpson. <laughs> Boner quickly tries to run into the bathroom, but a douchebag in a sweater vest intercepts him. Intercepts him. Hey, hey, wait your turn, bozo. The sweater douche guy is talking to the horse-faced girl from earlier. Oh, uh, sorry. We see a group of people walk into the bathroom as another group walks out. Boner is perplexed. Did you guys notice something? Rich people go to the bathroom in groups. Look, man, didn't you know that? Come on, don't embarrass me in front of these people, Boner. I'll remind the uninitiated that they don't call him Boner because of his impressive phallus or the deeds he does with it. So this is a rather absurd request. As we ponder this, we notice a girl across the room minding her own business. Excuse me, uh, that chick wants me. Get real, huh? She wants me! <laughs> yeah, well, you guys discuss it, all right? Mike strides over to Rhonda, the hottie from earlier, and blows a tuft of her blonde hair aloft. Then he acts surprised when she turns around. Oh, hey, uh, hi. Like, hi. I'm sorry, but I just had to tell you that you look just like a movie star. Really? Which one? <laughs> Which one? Well, you know, the, uh, that really uh, sexy movie star. Rob Lowe? <laughs> right! No! No! <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> yeah, well, let's a look. So, um, <laughs> would you like to go to the John with me? <laughs> That's okay, you just go. Oh, I'm sorry. You probably thought I was after your stash. Huh? Mike looks confused because after all, he did just shave. It's my tree. <laughs> Rhonda dangles a coke vial on a chain in front of Mike. And we suddenly realize what all that slang was about. You are cool, like, aren't you? I'm cool, yeah. Mike Seaver is the coolest of the cool. Our turn. Uh, listen, I gotta go to the bathroom. Right. No, 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 I don't mean the bathroom. I mean the bathroom. Rhonda, your parents are on the phone long distance. Aha! So this must be Rhonda's house, which begs the question, why is she going to the bathroom? I mean, the John, to do some blow. Why not just go to her own bedroom, eh? And for that matter, if everyone in this party is doing it, why are they all waiting turns to use the bathroom? Why not just grab a corner and do it openly? <laughs> just saying. Anyways. Okay. Don't you go away. Rhonda bounces off to speak with her parents amidst this eight pizza rager. Mike Seaver, right? Uh, yeah, Lana. <laughs> Lana, you have no idea how nice it is to see you. Oh, nice to see you too. Lana seems to already be on something. I'd suggest ecstasy, but that would be anachronistic. Uh, look, Lana, don't freak, but there is cocaine at this party. <laughs> Well, I should hope so. You're funny. Don't freak. That's great. That's great. She says these lines as she's chomping on a carrot stick. <laughs> now Mike rushes over to Eddie and Boner. Guys, guys, do you have any idea what kind of party this is? Oh, yeah. It's a great one. And apparently it's one that only not only has cocaine and hot chicks, but also carrot sticks. It's not, man. It's not. Listen, there's cocaine at this party right there in the bathroom. Yeah. Wow. 
so rich people don't necessarily go to the bathroom together after all? Come on, guys. Now, we're really not interested in cocaine, are we? No, I'm not. Not me? Let's just get the hell out of here. What I am interested in Lana. Oh, yeah. Lana, she does cocaine too, man. I thought she was cool. Yeah, Mike, she is cool. She does cocaine. <laughs> Whoa, Mikey! You know a lot of cool people use cocaine. Come on, Eddie, that stuff is killing people. It's not gonna hurt us if we just use it this one time with Lana and her female friends. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Mike, uh, do you know how crazy the ladies can get when they're on coke? Look, guys, I'm sure that everybody who's been screwed up by that drug felt the same way the first time. Yeah! And you're saying that we're wishy-washy? Yeah! Mike gestures to Boner, who has a very doofy look on his face. Would you look at this man? Eddie looks at him with a slightly less doofy look on his own face. I arrest my case. Come on, let's split. Eddie nods in agreement. Mike... Everyone's going to think we're weenies if we go. They won't, man. Look, none of these people even know us. Maybe we can just slip out here and who will know? Hey, Steve, I found six more Dewey Hooters here tonight. Ah, another note for the uninitiated. Their high school is named Dewey, and their mascot is the Hooters. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hey, Fever. So we go into the next scene. There's machine guns and action music blaring on the TV. Ben Seaver, Carol, the babysitter, and Alan Thicke watch intently. Mom walks in with four slices of pie on a serving tray. Who wants some fresh from the oven mock apple pie? Honey mock apple? Cartel has three mules running a half ton of uncut snow in the Miami pipeline. We're talking a street value of 16 million bagels here. Is it me or does Ben Seaver seem to know way more about the cocaine market than his uber hip older brother? Sounds low to me. Of course, Carol would know. Well, I've got a great idea. Why don't we watch a Disney movie on tape? Yeah. Mom, not in front of Trudy. Hmm. It seems little Ben has a crush on the babysitter, which might explain why she's not allowed to be home alone. There's a sexy noise there, but if I switch to it, this other noise will stop. How about Cinderella with all those cute little mice? Mama, we had mice last year. You didn't think they were so cute. Maggie, what exactly am I eating here? This tastes like a soggy cracker or something. Oh, that's my dad. Well, Trudy, it's been nice having you as our guest. Guest? Does that mean you're going to try to get out of paying me? Oh, um, um, of course not. Jason? Alan Thick shakes a piece of pie, then smacks it against the plate. Oh, uh, Jason. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Sure, uh, here, Trudy. Here you go. Thanks. Hey, anytime you want me to babysit you guys, just let me know. Okay. <laughs> now, this was my favorite movie when I was a little girl. Oh, 
Boy, am I tired. Oh, yeah, I'm one tired little puppy. Good night, Dad. Good night. <laughs> you know, when I was ten, if I knew half of what Ben knows now, I'd have been dangerous. Honey, Ben is dangerous. Now we're back at the party. And, uh, oh, uh, the scene switches back to... Let me start over. And at that, the scene... And at that, the scene switches back to the party as we see another hotties. Damn grammar. Okay, so we're back at the party. There's a hottie with a side ponytail. It's a ponytail. It's a ponytail, guys. She's wearing leggings. Side ponytail, leggings. Keep it together, guys. Come on. Sorry. And it's at the party. I'm missionary. And then she says a line. Hi, Mike. Uh, hi. We're dead. Everyone's gonna think we're weenies. Not necessarily. I got an idea. We don't have to say we don't want to try cocaine. All we have to say is we have to be home before 10. <laughs> As this boner of an idea sinks in, Rhonda walks downstairs giggling. I was just like thinking how upset my mom and dad would be if they knew that I was having this party. <laughs> I'll bet. Well, see, it's their coat. Now, where were we? Are these short drugs? Look, Dad, it's not how you get it. Dad, answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. <laughs> Rhonda taps Mike to go onto the can with her as we're all reminded of that classic anti-drug ad I just played. Um, look, I just wanted to say that, um... That I'm Eddie, and that's Boner up there. Like, hi, well, hey, let's make this a group toot. Lana! Eddie! Steve! Steve! You can be cool or you can be a wimp here, huh? Rah, rah. The hot tub is looking pretty good. And it'll, like, totally look better once we visit the bathroom. Again, why is everybody so insisting on going to the bathroom in her own house? Don't mind if I do. Oh, hot tubbing with Lana Faraday. I don't think I can stand it. It's lucky I'm wearing my trunks. And it might stare on in disbelief. I ran out of clean underwear. Life hack! <laughs> if you run out of clean underwear, just go commando. Shall we? Don't blow this for, for us, Mike, huh? Uh, like, is something wrong? I'm, look, I'm, I'm just not in the mood, okay? He's he, he just trying to get all the drugs out of his system. Eddie! Please! <laughs> look, if you guys are going to have a conversation, could we just use the john? I've never done coke before. <laughs> oh, for a second there, I totally thought you guys were in arcs. Especially the strange-looking one. Lana points at Boner, who by today's standards actually looks way more normal than Eddie, who seems to have a cranial ridge and is sporting a stellar mullet. <laughs> Boner responds nonetheless. 
Thank you. Look, you guys, like if it's your first time, we will be like totally gentle with you. The first time here! Uh, first time, first time. We'll be gentle with you. But will the cocaine? <laughs> hey, I don't do coke, okay? <laughs> hey, come on, what's wrong with that? Rhonda and Lana begin to laugh, probably because of how dramatic he's being. Come <laughs> on, oh, seriously. I'm going to go check on the hot tub. I'll come with you. Rhonda and Lana continue to laugh as the douche in the sweater vest swoops into the john again. Uh, excuse me, boys. Mike is now freaking out. Guys, I feel like a jerk. Let's get out of here. Mike walks out the front door as tension begins to build as he turns to see that his once loyal friends are not following him. Are you guys coming or what? And he cuts the tension with his giddy teenage libido. Oh, Mike! She's checking on the hot tub! Hey, can we go? Let's put it to a vote, huh? Eddie and Boner put their dukes out into a circle, but Mike is having none of it. Look, we came together. We should leave together. I thought you guys were my friends. All right, you guys can stay. You can go, but I'm leaving. I think I want to stay, Mike. Boner. Mike, friends don't make friends do something they don't want to. Exactly. (laughs) Mike now storms out dramatically. Eddie seems super pissed that his buddy didn't want any nose candy. Which, if I could go off script for something, I never understood. Like, look, drugs are expensive, right? So, like, if somebody doesn't want to do the drugs, just say, awesome. More drugs. I don't have to waste the drugs on you. Like, why people get so upset? I mean, you shouldn't... Can we do, like, a talk back after the episode? We can I, do, some, I have a lot of thoughts on that. We can do a talk back maybe later. Alright. Anyways, uh... I'm done. You know? I never thought Seaver would wimp out like that. Now Boner is distraught. What? I'm confused, man. We've been running with Mikey since the first grade. We we know he's not a wimp. He's cool. So, hey, like, are you guys in or out, boys? As the penultimate scene begins to crank up, we hear America the Beautiful playing over the TV as Alan Thicke hums the last few notes and pines to himself about how he wishes he'd written it. He then turns off the TV as if he's going to bed because he somehow knows that Mike is about to come home. Just then, headlights flash through the window and we hear a car door slam. Then we see Mike enter the front door, not the back door. This house. People just enter front or back. Alright, you have to watch it. Anyways. I guess he parked on the street. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. Well... 2.15 a.m. That's nice, Mike. Dad. Mike. It is Mike, isn't it? No, it couldn't be. My Mike was supposed to be home at 1 a.m. Dad, I know I missed my curfew. <laughs> oh, well, you admit you have one. That's progress. Hey, Dad, isn't tonight the time we turn the clocks back for the time change? No, Mike. That's... 
That's in October, which is when you're going to be grounded till, unless you give me a good explanation of where you've been. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Let me get comfortable here. You know how I love these stories. Alan Thick takes a seat in the armchair, crosses his legs, and folds his hands as he settles in for a whopper of a tale from DJ Tanner's older brother. So, will it be tonight, Mike? You were... Oh, you were, uh... You saved some lives, I bet. Huh? Oh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, I bet you ran into those darn gypsies again. Hmm? Mike is getting really irritated and appears ready to lash out at his dad. There's a pause. Are you okay? Dad, I taught you as a friend and not as a guy who could make my life miserable. What's wrong, Mike? Dad, I gotta know that what I tell you won't be used against me. Okay, what is it? So I have your word that whatever I say... You're not gonna like... Uh, Mike, just say it, okay? Okay. Me and Eddie and Boner. Ah, uh, hey, that's uh, Eddie, Boner, and I. That was not the time, dude! <laughs> Sorry, okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> Tired of your shit was coming. I'm trying to talk to my fucking dad. Just, just do it, man. You're a piece of shit. So fucking funny. Okay, me and Eddie and Boner. We ended up at a party where everybody's doing cocaine. Cocaine? Hey! Remember, you're my, not my dad, you're my friend. Cocaine? Really? Rianne, if you didn't do it, you were a wimp. Cocaine. Dad, I've never felt so much pressure in my life. And? Even from Boner and Eddie. <laughs> and a boner can create a lot of pressure sometimes. And? Dad, it was like I didn't even have a choice. And? I didn't do it. You didn't do it. As in you did not. I didn't do the stupid drug. Well, that's, that's great, Mike. That's... That's wonderful. I, I always figured you'd make that right choice if you had to face it, but uh, I'm relieved, Mike. Dad. Dad, that's not it. What? Dad, I've been thinking about it since the party. I've been driving and driving. Mike, Mike, you did the right thing. Yeah, that's what kills me. I don't understand. Dad, I know I did the right thing. It's just that I feel like like everybody's going to laugh at me, you know, and some of these people did laugh. Mike, you're never going to be able to please everybody. Yeah, well, tonight I didn't please anybody. Except yourself. Yeah. Yeah. What you did tonight took real courage, Mike. I admire you. Thanks. Yeah, it's not like you sacrificed a promising career in film in order to only pursue projects that fit in with your rigid Christian morality or nothing. <laughs> you sleep on it. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mike. As Kirk Cameron is about to climb the stairs, he suddenly turns for a big hug moment. Thanks, Dad. The studio audience erupts in applause! Um, Eddie and Boner called for you. Uh, what? They said they didn't go to the bathroom and they don't want to. Well, what do you know? Uh, what, what does that mean? Oh, come on! You know what it means. Those lines aren't that blurred. Oh, a lot. What a world. 
Alan Thick starts up the stairs but pauses and doubles back to lock the front door, making a dramatic moment of the gesture. So now we come to the final scene. The final moment of the show is upon us. We find ourselves back at the party. A piano plays with this song. People are talking and bustling about until suddenly they all fall silent and stare at the camera. Mike walks in and sits on the buffet. Or is it actually Kirk Cameron? Hi. The name Kirk Cameron flashes on screen to give validity to the upcoming statements. You know, a lot of people will tell you that drugs are cool. The same people who are saying that everybody's doing something. So, what's your problem? Well, they're wrong. Everybody's not doing drugs in order to try them to be cool. Look, I'm not telling you how to live your lives. But I am telling you that you don't have to do something you don't want to just to keep your friends happy. I mean, if that's the way they feel, then maybe they're not your friends. And maybe they're not as cool as you thought they were. Oh, and one last thing. I'm not being paid to say this. This is how I feel. And if you think that makes me uncool, then you're wrong. And thanks. That concludes uh, this month's very special episode. I would like to say that, um, like, cocaine, like, don't do cocaine. Like, we're not making fun of the anti-cocaine message. We're saying don't ham-fist in anti-drug messages on sitcoms. Oh, and one other thing. I'm not getting paid to say that. This was a free show. But if you want to donate any money... I'll, I'll take it. Maybe a dime. Uh, or if you're listening to this at a later time and you want to sponsor us, I'll take that money too. It costs a lot of money to finance a And that concludes another very special episode. Uh, again, just to reiterate, look, personally, cocaine's kind of stupid. You know, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't do the cocaine. If you're into it, all right, that's cool. Just be careful. Uh, yeah, don't do, don't do cocaine. Uh, just be responsible. Yeah, be responsible, alright? If you're under 18, you really probably shouldn't be doing any, any things, because your brain's not done growing yet. You turn 21, you can, you can screw your life up, you know, that's, that's fine, I guess. Uh, just, Stay out of my neighborhood, or I don't know. You know, just be do your drugs responsibly in your house. You know, away from other people. And if you start screwing up other parts of your life, stop doing drugs. Anyways, uh, I'm trying to renew my commitment to posting these things. So hopefully, I'll have another one up in uh, two weeks' time. I'll have another very special episode up in two weeks' time. Uh, I'm not sure which one it'll be. Uh, I, we did an episode of Boy Meets World, but it was a Christmas episode, and the end of it got cut off, so I kind of need to re, 
need to fix some of it, but I'm not sure if you got it. You know, I don't know. Who cares? Maybe we'll do Boy Meets Worlds next. Maybe we'll do a different one next. Who who could even who could know? Who could even say? Uh, leave me comments or something. Uh, spread the word. Tell everybody about this. You know, let's be excited about you know content. Uh, that's it. Thanks a lot.